Okay, so if you haven't heard the news yet, I've got a new book out called The Greatness Mindset. Unlock the power of your mind and live your best life today. It's coming out soon, and I'm pumped to invite you to be a part of the launch team for this book. This is a rare opportunity to get your questions answered and network with other champions of greatness in this exclusive community of conscious achievers. If you're ready to receive early access to the first few chapters of the book, behind-the-scenes updates from me, plus VIP access to bonuses and giveaways, then this is for you. For instructions about how to join this greatness launch team, make sure to go to lewishouse.com slash launch team right now. Again, make sure to check it out at lewishouse.com slash launch team right now. Most of the people I meet that really want to make money often have a major fear of not having it. Do you understand how much more valuable you are than money? Just by saying money equals freedom, you're implying you're not freedom. Why is that? Because... Welcome to the School of Greatness. My name is Lewis Howes, former pro athlete turned lifestyle entrepreneur. And each week we bring you an inspiring person or message to help you discover how to unlock your inner greatness. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let the class begin. The Enhanced American Express Business Gold Card is designed to take your business further. It's packed with features and benefits like flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business, 24-7 support from a business card specialist trained to help with your business needs, and so much more. The MX Business Gold Card, now smarter and more flexible. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cash back on everyday debit card purchases. That's right, cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cash back, and there are no fees, period. Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. So many of us love coffee, like the living for it type of love. Some like it hot, some like it iced with a splash of creamer, and some like it with a cold foam topping. Many of us stop into coffee shops on our way to work more often than we'd like to admit. But now, thanks to International Delight Cold Foam Creamer, you can make cold foam coffee at home, or in my team's case, in the office, and it's a game changer. I was just chatting with a teammate of mine about our love for the occasional sweet treat coffee. Sometimes, it's just the thing you need as a pick-me-up on a busy day and we just stocked our office fridge with international delight cold foam creamer and it never misses the team's favorite flavor so far is the caramel macchiato you just shake the canister and spray it into your coffee and voila you've got an incredible cold foam coffee no frothing fancy machines or mess required international delight cold foam creamer foams and creams your coffee from top to bottom the best part it works on both hot and iced coffee it comes in three foaming delicious flavors, French vanilla, sweet and creamy, and caramel macchiato. So you can switch things up depending on your mood. Look for your favorite flavor next time you're at your grocery store and be prepared to say goodbye to your barista. International Delight Cold Foam Creamer. It's foaming delicious. 
Welcome to today's special episode. Over the last 1,300 plus episodes, there have been so many impactful interviews that I've been lucky enough to have, and I always like to reflect on some of the most powerful. And this episode was one that resonated with most of you guys in the past, and I'm excited for the value it's going to bring you today as well. So I hope you enjoy today's episode. Most of the people I meet that really want to make money often have a major fear of not having it, which is weird because energetically you're putting out to the world, I'm scared of not having it much more than I want it. Yeah. Right. Because I find that this is a weird thing to say, but when you really want something, you're not ready for it. Mm. You're not in the alignment for it. So true. Right. Like, let's say you're someone who believes who you are is someone who makes $20,000 a year. Like that's in your story. You grew up that way. You heard sentences like money doesn't grow on trees or it's the root of all evil. So you have these deep-rooted beliefs that you're evil, right, if you do this. So you have this thing going and then that also is what drives you bizarrely. Like you're scared of that, right? So I work with so many people and if someone offers that person a million dollars, that's death to the story of who they are. So weirdly, you're going to be in this position where you want to take it, but you're scared of it, right? Because it's death to who you are. Mm. This is a reason I believe lottery winners go broke, Yeah. right? So the book I wrote is called The Illusion of Money, <clears throat> Why Chasing Money is Stopping You from Receiving It. Chasing money has a very different vibration than receiving it, mm. right? When you chase something, you're saying, this is what I can see that I want. And if you can see what you want, usually it's through the eyes of the ego because there's so much stuff you can't yeah, see. Yeah. So you're sitting here looking through this tunnel. This is what I want. I can see. It's that one person. That's the love of my life. I'm sure. That's my soulmate. Meanwhile, you haven't met almost everybody. Right? <laughs> right? Yeah. It's that much money. It's that stuff. You can feel this needy vibration. And I've worked with so many people who say, dude, I don't know what it is. I keep working my off. I keep trying to make money and I can barely pay rent. And I thought, what if I've got no time, I've got no energy, I've got responsibilities, all these things. Right? And what if those are the reasons you aren't making any money? What if you're working your off is actually why you can't make money? Mm. And what if instead of working on getting money, you work on you and changing your vibration to leave the story that who I am is 20,000 a year to leave the story that who I am is what my parents say. So if you go to a receiving vibration, the first thing you do is receive what's here. Like it sounds corny, but we usually don't pay attention to what's here right now. Right now, you and I are here. Everything we think our story is, our accomplishments, our problems are BS. We're yeah, just this yeah, moment. It's true. And everyone watching this, if you really understand the highest truth of what's going on, we're all even. There's no, this person is better or less, or, and there's none of that. We're just this space that's here, right? Now from here, you have sky's the limit possibilities. But if it goes through the lens of who I am is this past story, this limitation, this person that tried to achieve it and failed, mm -hmm. is someone who gets love by failing over and over, right. is someone who has to stay small. Significance by failing, right? Right. Because <clears throat> people start to say, oh, you're gonna be okay, I'm gonna help you, I'm gonna give you more time or money or attention yeah. because you're not succeeding, right? Right. You get all this, exactly. People give you handouts or support you when you're failing. Yeah, you get a lot of love when you're failing. Yeah. There's a lot of people that will connect to you. There's mm -hmm. a lot of people. And so we're going, if I become something, I won't get that sense of connection that felt like my mom. Right. That connection that I get with my friends or that person that I dated that actually weirdly feels familiar to my childhood right. that I now associate this as love. Meanwhile, the truth of you is this space right here. 
This sounds really weird, but this space right here contains all kinds of ideas. It's almost mm -hmm. like we're an antenna and we can pick this space up and just sit and receive, first of all, the idea that we're enough. Mm -hmm. Like, what if there is no purpose to chase and you are purpose just by existing? What if you can't get out of purpose? What if that's not a thing to chase? So that's the first thing. Just say, okay, I'm in purpose. Yeah, you are purpose. And then that, the first thing that happens is that scares the part of you that says no. Like, I'm sure people watching this right now would go, oh, he doesn't know my story. Yeah, but that's your story, which is past. So it's fictional because there's no such thing as the past. Mm -hmm. So everything about you that you perceive about yourself based on past evidence is mm. everything. Everything. Your family history, everything. It, it, can, it matters and it needs to be seen and loved and honored. We don't repress it. But you're the space right here that contains infinite possibilities and the space for that past. So when you realize that you're just this moment right here and then do the actual work of connecting to it. See, most of us connect to the stories and connect to everyone's addictions online and connect to the problems. Mm -hmm. But what if you actually pay attention to this? Like, I spent two years, two hours a day, listening to silence. All my old stories show up. And they're like, oh my God, I can't just meditate for two hours. This is crazy. And then they leave. And I'm just here. And then there's this silence that you hear. And after the silence is showing up, eventually it holds space for billion-dollar ideas, like mm -hmm. crazy possibilities. And the part of you that thinks, I would never be able to do that because my parents said this, is gone. Mm. So it's very easy to receive those ideas. So to me, what I find is that the more I can see what I want, the more it's looking through the egoic lens. And when I just go, I don't have any idea what I want, I'm just going to move moment to moment <clears throat> doing what I perceive as the highest vibration thing that connects me to the space for real, then you can hear this one, and it'll just give you one step, right? It just gives you go for a walk. Mm -hmm. That's a leap because usually we're like, yeah, but I, I need to look at my phone 400 times. got to work. Yeah. Right? That's your old story that says yeah. every yeah, but is an old story. Every I can't because is an old story. It's not including the possibilities of different frequencies that are trying to reach you right here. You're looking through the lens of your limitation, right? So all kind of, we have it in, we can see it in little doses when you have those first moments show up that go, what if you, what if you started a band or moved to Italy right now? And then you immediately access something in you that made you able to hear that, but it's bigger than the story of what you think you are. So you immediately have to come up with a why that would be ridiculous to explain why you're ignoring your body. Mm. So a rule that I have is every time I'm justifying anything, I know it's not my highest calling. Like that friend treated me like crap that one time, but they were really nice before. If I'm doing that, mm -hmm. I'm coming with a reason to explain why I'm ignoring my heart. Yeah, justifying it. Yeah. So it's like why <clears throat> you hear women who are in relationships... Or men, I guess, but you hear a lot of women who say, you know, well, he emotionally abuses me, physically abuses me, but he's there for me sometimes when I need him or something. Yeah. There's a but, right? But he's a good person inside. He's just messed up or whatever it is. Right. So that to he's me the right there kids, is the difference know. between a calling, because a calling you don't, you don't justify. Like I have a two-year-old daughter and I never say, well, she gets good medical insurance. 
That's why I keep her. <laughs> right. You know, why I do this for a living. There's just no explanation for it. But we all know what it's like to have a job and be like, eventually they're going to promote me. Why do you, what do you do? You're explaining mm-hmm. why you're ignoring your body. And your body contains all the next steps. Yeah. And when you do something that doesn't move you from the highest you, you cut off the higher level of ideas, the impact on the world, the connection to the moment. And you're saying out loud, I'm this old story. So you stay in the boundaries of the old story by staying in that stagnant story, that stagnant relationship, that stagnant job, the place you don't want to live anymore. Mm-hmm. So I've been working with people a lot and, and watching them have these moments where they go, well, I'd like to live here, but, and I go, let's go, right? I want to do this. Let's go. We don't know what's coming here. You're only scared, and I, I think I said this on your other podcast, but you're only scared because you can measure what you will lose. You can't see what you'll gain. Mm, game changer. And a, and a thing I always think of is imagine if Michael Jordan or Michael Jackson or Oprah had enough justification to stay in a mediocre job in like 1981, right? So here's Michael Jackson, and he works as a manager at Applebee's, mm-hmm. right? And you're sitting here seeing this talent in him, and you're trying to tell him, dude, you should do other stuff. And he's wearing like one oven mitt. <laughs> Why do I want one oven mitt? And you're like, you should do, I can feel an artist here. And he's like, I'd love to, but I got to make money. Right. <laughs> I, Applebee's is going to promote me. Right. And you're like, dude, you're going to make money. I swear to God, there's millions in this. And he's like, I know, I hear your fantasy. That's really cute. I get it. I get it. I could be magical, but I'm realistic. Mm. And they call that realistic. That's not realistic. You know how many times people come to my events and go, dude, that's great, Kyle, but I got to live in the real world. And I go, what's the real world? And you know what it is? It's when they sit at home and come up with all the ways that it's going to go wrong, which is actually delusion and fantasy and fear. That's not the real world. What's real right now? Both our hearts are beating. Mm-hmm. There's a space here. This is the only thing real. The people watching, you're breathing. This is the only thing true. And we call this airy-fairy mm-hmm. and <laughs> stressing all day and worrying about all the crap the news hand-selected to make you freak out is called the real world. Do you know how not scary the world actually is? Mm-hmm. Like, if you go outside, it's not just horror horror and what it looks like on the news. That's real, right? There's a lot of buildings not on fire today that the news isn't focused on, right? You can just drive down the street. There's a lot of people that aren't being shot at today. Right. There's a lot of families that went to bed safe and woke Mm -hmm. up in the morning, and no one cares because we go, this dark world is the only world. And I'm not saying that's not there. That's there Mm -hmm. and needs to be honored. But in saying that's the world, we're denying everything that's right in front of us, including Mm -hmm. the space that has all the information, the source, whatever you want to call it. Some people call it God. Some people call it the universe. You can call it your intuition. I don't care if you're atheist or Christian or whatever. This moment we all have, this is true. This is true. And then we never pay attention to it. We're Mm. crazy. And when you start meditating and listening to the silence, you see all these people that are just running themselves and you just see it like a this crazy illness. Of, and, then you, and then you're sitting here with all these insights. What if I create that? Boom, million dollar idea, this thing, this thing. And you're so fulfilled by the calling that when you do create money, you don't blow it on a bunch of addictions, mm. which you only have because you're so out of alignment with yourself. Yeah. 
The only reason we have addictions is because we aren't connected to ourself, right? So here's all these people that are drinking and overeating and then have to spend more money at the hospitals because they're overeating out of alignment. And then they go to a job that they hate, spend eight hours hating it, go home, hate that, watch Netflix all day. And then overeat, go through the addictions again, buy the most expensive car to try to get laid. (laughs) Right. To feel fulfilled, to have self-worth, yeah. And then here you actually are. If you connect to this moment, the real, not to be a cliche, but the internet, yes. as I'm sure oh, Beckwith said zing. before or something. The like, internet. Right? This is real. You know? And so what this book is about is, and this is the galley, this is just the proof. I promise the copy you'll get is a professional one. Yes. But the, the book is about, we are so focused on making money. Almost every thought we have is, yeah, but I got to get rent paid next month. I got to... And, and we're sacrificing our soul for it. And my question is, if we're, instead of throwing away our soul for the guarantee of the illusion of money. Or illusion of safety, right? And yeah, a lot of people believe money equals safety. Yet, I can think of people that were broke, then made millions of dollars, and thought, what if I lose it? Mm-hmm. So they didn't feel safe. Or freedom, what if I lose this? Yeah. So you're under the illusion that freedom is outside of you. Just by saying money equals freedom, you're implying you're not freedom. Mm. So you need, or you need to have something to have freedom. Right. Something external. So what's the real truth? In my eyes, you're just freedom, but you've created an unnecessary route to get to what you are. So you said, mm-hmm. finally, when I see a million dollars, so you cut off the freedom that you are, or when I finally fall in love, mm-hmm. you cut it all off. And then when I get it, now I can feel, I can give myself permission to feel the thing that I could have felt in the first place. The whole time. The whole 10-year journey it took to get there, yeah. whatever it was. Yeah. I, I put my own connection to source, myself, whatever, on the other end of this achievement. Now, my question is, what if you reverse that? Mm-hmm. What if you just start feeling the freedom that you are? What mm-hmm. if you start feeling in love, right? What if you start feeling the feeling because that actually is your natural state? Mm-hmm. I think Eckhart Tolle once said, falling in love is the is the real you because it's the absence of you wanting something it's the absence of you thinking something will make you happy Mm. right you finally have a moment where you don't think you need something to be happy so your giddiness has nothing to do with the person it has to do with that you finally decided you're enough you love yourself right because every time we control anyone or control anything or control any scenario we're scared to have a scenario that we unconsciously we don't understand Mm -hmm. is in our body so right? just be a monk in the in the woods and the mountains and <laughs> well one thing that that was a huge change is realizing there's no competition and everyone um, in my life I want them to succeed yeah that's that a big, makes me really powerful that's been something that's been huge for me over the last I would say like four years because my whole life as an athlete was I need to win and second place means I'm not lovable right like so here second third like last place to right? a parent to what did your dad teach you that or something no I just think like no one taught me that. Like they were all, my parents were very supportive. Like they wanted us to compete, but they weren't like, you suck if you're second. They were like the most yeah. loving. Did you experience some I think trauma I'd... in your past when you were second or see someone make fun of something? I was just always made fun of. Right. And so I was like, I'm going to prove everyone wrong. Right. Yes. And I'm going to be the best so they can't laugh at me anymore. I was and... picked last on a, on a team actually when I was in fourth grade. I was picked last in school. Uh, our class did a dodgeball. Um, for recess, yeah, I played a game, and there was two captains of the t- on the, on the, in the class, 
And they picked all the boys first, and then they picked all the girls second, and then they picked me last. Wow. And I remember being like, never again will I be picked last. Right. So do you see, even though it was successful and killed it and you did amazing, that still fear of feeling something of course. is your driver. Now, I'm a huge fan of that. And there's a higher even still. Of course. Right? Of course. Because if our driver is to not be bullied again in junior high, mm-hmm. that's nice. But like, what happens if you just go up? You yeah. know, like you don't have to create a... So ego does that. Ego mm-hmm. creates a sabotage mm-hmm. and then it overcomes the sabotage it created. And I believe in this year and, and next year, I believe that consciousness is expanding to a level where these things can't not be seen. Mm-hmm. It's almost like our consciousness is, is bigger. So it's like looking and rooting around in our bodies. And okay, like, like what you just described, like, like becoming number one to not feel that. I believe that was at one point the collective highest consciousness oh, sure. in like the 80s, 90s, right? We didn't look at our deepest, darkest yeah, things. Maybe even right now it is with yeah. current politics. Who knows? And so the old movement, and this is kind of what the book's about, is the old way kind of shows like, you know, in the 80s, it was this thing to like have nine Lamborghinis and everything was about hype and, you know, get the Ginsu steak, like all, you know, and, and then the secret came and it said, focus on what you do want positivity, right? What I believe is the consciousness is bigger now. And instead of only focusing on what you want, I really believe the amount of what you can get is based solely on how much you can accept the opposite. So in other words, so the opposite of what the op- So let's say you really want to be rich. It's based on how willing you are to be poor. Wow. If you want the ultimate relationship, it's based on how willing you are to be alone. If you can love being alone, you'll cry out your codependency. You'll cry out the old story and then you create a space for that. But if everyone is ambitiously just trying to date, they're going to be two attachments that are stopping each other from their inner truth. So it won't land. It, mm-hmm. it won't last. Right. So, and and it goes all the way to, you want the best life? Totally accept death. Wow. To have the greatest life in the world, be completely and fully accepting of death. And the more you go, I'm fine with death, the more you feel free, right? It's weird because what we have now is a world of people who are really trying to put a million locks on the doors and protect themselves from a life they're not living. Mm, Right? right. Like, I got to protect. I got to keep my freedom. I got to have all the weapons. I got to have all the stuff. That's nice. Do what you need to do, but are you living it? For most of us, learning a second language in high school wasn't exactly a high point in our academic careers. Now, thanks to Babbel, the language learning app that sold more than 10 million subscriptions, there's an addictively fun and easy way to learn a new language. And whether you'll be traveling abroad, connecting in a deeper way with family, or you just have some free time, Babbel teaches 15-minute bite-sized lessons that you'll actually use in the real world. Other language learning apps use AI, but Babbel lessons were created by over 100 language experts. Choose from 14 different languages, including Spanish, French, Italian, and German. Babbel's speech recognition technology even helps you to improve your pronunciation and accent. In addition to Babbel's lessons, you can access podcasts, games, videos, stories, and even live classes. Plus, it comes with a 20-day money-back guarantee. My girlfriend is from Mexico, so learning Spanish has been a goal of mine for a while now. While I'm not down in Mexico immersing myself in the language, I dedicate some of my daily downtime to practice on Babbel. For me, it's all about daily practice, and Babbel makes it easy to stay on on your game. Right now, when you purchase a three-month Babbel subscription, you'll get an additional three months for free. That's six months for the price of three. Just go to Babbel.com and use promo code GREATNESS. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com code GREATNESS. 
You can claim victory in sports, on the job site, even on your taxes by switching to H&R Block. Block offers many ways to file to fit your schedule. A 100% accurate return on your max refund or your money back. Plus, you'll always know the price of your tax prep before you begin. Switch today and feel like a tax champion. This tax season, it's better with Block. Make an appointment at hrblock.com. Disclaimer, all tax situations are different. Not everyone gets a refund. Limitations apply. Description of benefits and details at hrblock.com slash guarantees. My career not only requires me to travel, but also gives me the freedom to. Traveling has brought me so many positive experiences and memories. Like that time I spent the holidays at an Airbnb in Big Bear with some of my extended family, and it was the perfect way to come together and connect with my family that I don't see that often. If you have a similar setup that allows you to travel often, have you ever thought about your empty home while you're gone? More specifically, how you can make some extra money by keeping your home occupied while you're out of town. I'm a big advocate for setting up a side hustle to give you an extra stream of income and Airbnb hosting is an easy place to start. Many people host on Airbnb, including some friends of mine, but there are some people out there who've never even realized their space could be an Airbnb. Hosting can easily fit into your lifestyle and it's a great way to earn some extra money. So if you have a home, but you're not always at home, you've got yourself an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com host. Isn't it obnoxious when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in the fine print or bills that seem to go up for no dang reason? Like when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then charge you for every little thing until you realize you're paying even more than you would have elsewhere? At Metro by T-Mobile, there's nada yada yada. That means no contracts, no price hikes, no surprises. They don't even want me to speed through the legal, so here it is. When they say no price hikes when you join, they mean your price will never increase for talk, text, and smartphone data plans. Their only exclusions are for limited time promos, per use charges, and third-party services. I guess that really is nada yada yada. At Metro by T-Mobile. Nada yada yada. Because the weirdly, the more you live your life fully, the less fear you have of death. You're not obsessing over like every lock and right. booby trap in your house and security systems or whatever. I'm not saying you shouldn't yeah. have security systems, right. but yeah. But what if, ironically, that's what's like, if you, what I find is the more you live and you accept your darkness, like your strength is based on how much you accept what you call your darkness. Right. So I'm sitting here and I meditate and in the meditation, light and dark show up at the same time. And who am I if I'm looking at both? Mm. So I'm sitting here holding space for light and darkness. So I'm now the space that can, can carry both. Usually we're avoiding our darkness. So we just have this capacity, just positivity, no negativity. But I'm like, what if we got this? Right. So you're sitting here and the more you accept your darkness, the more people aren't going to screw with you because they're scared of theirs. Mm. The, the people that we perceive as some of the most dangerous, manipulative, narcissistic people are actually, ironically, horrified of their own darkness. Mm. Right. So when you're shining a light and you're fine with all your truth and you're fine with everything, that scares the shit out of the manipulators. Yeah. So you start to get divinely protected the more you open your heart. See, most people think, I'm scared I'll get hurt, so they close their hearts off. And ironically, they close their hearts off to the most loving people in the moment right now. But what they actually attract are other people with closed hearts. So a people pleaser's got their heart closed, mm -hmm. and they only attract takers. Wow. 
right? If you're a people pleaser, you're scared, you don't want to hurt someone's feelings, the takers see right through that. And if, they take everything from you. Right. Constantly. Because that's the match to what you're being. Wow. So if you open your heart, you're like, I'm scared I'll get hurt. Actually, you're getting hurt because you're not opening it, mm. right? So life is trying to give us a ton of but we've never seen what life's like when we're not constantly scared of our own darkness and achieving to avoid it. Mm-hmm. When you just sit there and love yourself, and I don't mean like confess everything to the world like we think, so that means make a million videos and tell the world. Right. It's like, I'm talking to you. Be vulnerable every moment, every, po- yeah. You yeah, so you're like doing that and now that's your addiction. Uh-huh. Like, look, everybody, I'm. Well, you get validated from that. Yeah. I've seen I'm, that story too. I'm talking yeah. you working through your stuff and the biggest power you have is your own forgiveness not for any reason other than to free you in that, mm-hmm. you know, and then just completely forgiveness Gosh, of others. It's so key. Forgiveness right? is everything. And it's so funny because as this book is about money, it's like you can see how, how much more abundance would you have? How many different types of jobs or entrepreneurial things would you create from that space? Mm-hmm. So as much as it's a book about money, it's a book about you, but I believe that's the highest way to money. So there's going to be people like a book about money and then you read this, what's this airy fairy? Right. It's like you will not make money just from a bunch of strategies anymore. Mm-hmm. Just hearing manipulative tactics and well, strategies. Well, you could make money but it's not going to fulfill you the money you're making. Right. And you might, and you're going to lose it or you're going to be uh, a prisoner to it. But it's also now not sustainable because the, not sustainable. Our, our, you know, we can see through such now yeah, yeah. that you the more you sell from manipulation the the only one type of person that can't see that is going to get it and you're going to get a bunch of refunds because it wasn't your heart yeah. the, what's going to make money is authenticity mm-hmm. the universe working through you doing something that's in contribution to the world for real right i have a rule that everything i do has to be a win 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 mm-hmm. and i'll explain that mm-hmm. a win is abundance for me and a fulfillment from doing it the second win is, are they fulfilled, abundant, and more conscious? And third is the world better because of it. So when I look at a soda company, that's a win-lose-lose. <laughs> it's a win because you make money, lose because they're rotting their teeth and getting diabetes, and a loss because you're throwing plastic in the ocean. Mm-hmm. So that paradigm is going to fall because all three wins are inside of you. So if you're a win-lose-lose, you're two-thirds self-hate because it's in you. Mm-hmm. Wow. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, of course. So win, win, win has to be happening. So it's do, does the consciousness of the world expand? It's ironic because things that have been seen as like airy-fairy or snake oil or whatever are actually the most legitimate. Meanwhile, soda and, yeah. and other crap is Incredible actual, companies like yeah. top 500 you Oh, know, wow. You're, you're an world. amazing company. Thanks for selling such a legitimate addiction to the world, tooth rotting, (laughs) crazy, horrible vibration lowering. Mm -hmm. Are you kidding me? That's okay. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the cult. My challenge is I'm like, gosh, I love pizza and ice cream so much. And like when I was like younger, I was like, it'd be so cool to have like a pizza shop and ice cream like store. But I'm like, God, that would just be hurting people. Right. So I need to reinvent like what pizza looks like so it's healthy and reinvent ice cream so it's healthier. And it's also possible the reason you like ice cream and pizza, not that it's not awesome, is because you liked it as a kid. Absolutely. It brought me joy. Yeah. yeah. When I was a kid, we had a place, in, and we still do, in Washington called Taco Time. Mm. And it was like a good. really good, like w- like a amazing version of Taco Bell. Like, a, But I used to go there with my mom. Yeah, so it made you feel a certain way. So I don't like Taco Time as much as I like 
connection with my mom. Oh, interesting. Right? So when I stopped going to Taco Time, I like cried for some reason. I was oh like, gosh. why? And But I'm crying my mom out. I'm oh crying my, my own story out. Yeah. I used to, in Delaware, Ohio, there was like a, like a ice cream stand. I can't remember what it's called. Something Depot. But it was, they had like this Smurfs ice cream. And my dad and I would always get it after like a t-ball yes. baseball game. And it always made me feel connected to him. I get so. that. And then, like, I often unconsciously want to do that with my daughter, too. Oh like, I gosh. want to do the pattern with her. Like, I, I, I learned music from my parents, mm-hmm. right? I'm a musician in certain ways and, and love, but I still love, like, Holland Oates, Huey Lewis, like, sure. bands they liked and took me to. <laughs> yeah. Because I love their, I do love the music, but I also really love the connection that I perceive I'm getting. But the more you do the work, the more you see how crazy that is. The more you, it's a story. You're like, I just want to feel my dad loves me, so I'm going to play this Huey Lewis album. It's to recreate a good album. that feeling. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But isn't that interesting? Like oh when we God. start to, once we become aware of that, once we hit the awareness of that, then it becomes insanity to keep doing mm-hmm. it. Right. So once you see, wow, this is one of the stuff things meditation brings up. I, I can see the pattern that's chasing that thing so i can get a good job from my dad or doesn't want to be abandoned again by my mom or doesn't want to be last in sports or doesn't Mm -hmm. that's be laughed at or made fun of whatever it is right rejected i'm scared of the trauma i felt so i'm going to do it again well imagine if the other option is we see and hold a space for the trauma and you now could be the parent that you always wanted Mm. you now could be the parent for the inner child that didn't feel safe in the past that's what i do it's like whatever it feels it goes i feel unseen i sit there and go instead of me going well let's get you seen that's the 80s response Let me tell a joke yeah let people laugh at me and yeah whatever maybe. i tell the inner child like imagine you're meditating it goes i feel unseen i feel unloved and you think it's because of outside but take off the reason i just feel unseen i feel unloved then you close your eyes and you're saying to it instead of fixing it or getting it loved say you're allowed to be unloved in my body I'm going to let, I'm going to be the first place that lets, it's fine if you're unloved in my body. Then you feel this five-year-old you, for real, like dance around your body because it's finally seen because usually when you feel unseen, you chase being seen to fix it and keep not seeing it. Mm. It wants to be seen by you. Wow. Not the girl, not our parents. Not the world or social media. It wants to be seen by you. So every time you chase being seen, it's feeling ignored by you. So our job is to become a space to see it. And the second you go, I feel unseen, and it's okay. You can feel unseen in my body. It will move through your body. It will go chest, over arm, whatever. And the more you go, you do, I, you're almost loving it as it does that. <clears throat> it'll start breaking into pieces, and it'll come out your eyes. Now, people go, that's great, but how do you make money? If you, if, <laughs> if you are fully on the highest vibration... Do you understand how much more valuable you are than money mm. and, and how much more? Remember, Buddhist monks, there's millionaire achievers that go to Buddhist monks all the time. The reverse never happens. Mm-hmm. There's no Buddhist monks going, how do I get the land? I need to make millions. Yeah. 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 Why is that? Because the highest thing we have, the number one asset we have is our connection to ourself. Then most of us think it's, it's money. So we make that the highest vibration, but it's not. It's, inner peace. It's inner peace. Mm. It's this moment, and you have that available. And we over, 
You know, the best things in life are free is a very cliche sentence, but it's true. And that's true. But also we only pay attention to what we invest in financially. So we overlook meditating here. But if we could pay to meditate, we'd all of a sudden do it. So we have to understand that what is free for real will bring in everything else that you want. Yeah. I have a rule too with money that you might think is cool. This is a, <laughs> this is a thing that I want to offer people. If you're trying to figure out how to, how to create a space for money, I, I offer people to think about how they think about money. Like think about how unconsciously you think about it. Like you're never enough. You're the root of all evil, whatever. Uh-huh. Now picture that you're money on a date with you. And if you're on a, on a date with a person who says you're never enough, you're the root of all evil, you'd never want to be there, right? Well, money doesn't want to be in the vibration you of reject someone that that's person. judging it. Yeah, yeah. You reject right? that person, so yeah. you're rejecting money. Right. When you think that, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm going to, how else do we say, I'm going to use you to get someone to like me. I'm going to, this is how money is seen. So how could money show up if that's how you see it? Mm. Because you wouldn't stay with someone on a date that said you're never enough. You're the, you're the root of all evil. Right. It's like, okay. So how would you like to be seen on a date? You'd like to be seen as I love you no matter what. No matter if you're small or big, if you're off or on, if you're feeling like I love you all the way. And if you can look at your debt or, or have $1 in the bank and go, I love you. Now you're creating a vibrational space mm. for it to show up because you're safe, because your focus isn't on money and how it needs to change you're much better off because you're on how you're going to change. And when you start changing like we just did and looking at these things and not needing to overcome as much as loving it, now you're focused on the thing that actually creates the money. Remember, every Mm. dollar you've ever made came from you. So don't get excited about money. Get excited about you. Mm. Right? Zing. Like (laughs) if I went on a hike with you, we get lost in the woods. I round a corner, I'm not with you, and we find a waterfall. Uh I find it, you don't see it. I fill a cup up with water and I come back and I say to you, dude, a cup of water. (laughs) What am I not showing you? Yeah. I'm showing you the small thing. Yeah, not the waterfall. Not where it came from. The source. The source of the water Mm -hmm. is the much more important thing. Mm -hmm. So none of us look at the source of where our money came from. Mm. We look at the money. So you're sitting here dwelling, not you, but people that we're dwelling on the cup of water. Yeah. Not us being the source of creating more. Every dollar you've ever made came from you. Get excited about you. Mm. Start I, the focus on what you are, not what money will give you. And, I, I, you know, your energy is going to attract or repel more wealth. A lot of, you know, yes. a, a mentor of mine said, I was at a salsa club learning how to salsa dance, terrified out of my mind. And I saw a guy who was amazing who was a public speaker, he actually got me into public speaking. And he said, the world makes room for passionate people. I think Mm -hmm. uh, money is attracted to passionate people as well. Because people are passionate about life. They bring an energy, they bring a richness, a fullness, a richness, and they attract riches. Yeah. Whether it be through uh, the community or the the art they're creating or the business they're creating. Yes. And you're going to start to attract Especially in this time, because I know there's people watching this go, well, what do you say about all the greedy billionaires and blah, blah, blah. And what I say is that's the old consciousness. Yeah. That there, in fact, we see through it and it's starting to crumble. Mm-hmm. So 
the old way of doing things selfish was a conscious shift because I believe in like the 50s, everyone was just like a factory worker working for, yeah. and then it was like this breakaway where an entrepreneurial boom happened. So taking your focus off of the old story and moving into what you are and, and learning how your thinking changes things was the highest consciousness we understood at mm. the time. So at that time, that created this old consciousness of your focus you know changes it so you think positive whatever and that created it and then we we keep going and take a good thing too far and then all of a sudden it's this billionaire thing you can feel the the most controlling mindsets crumbling you can feel the suicides from the people that have made lots of money but Mm -hmm. see that it's not the answer you can feel the people that are controlling other people all the control as the control fell in you during this interview as you said goodbye to the the old story and kind of loved it all control in the world is starting to fall mm-hmm. and the old structures aren't working and what will work in the new century and the new future is the birth of this consciousness this consciousness following your heart you will not be able to make money just from massive achievement it mm. won't work it i'm telling you it's going to be too, we see through it the consciousness sees through it it's too it's it's too small mm-hmm when there's going to be a major influx of Martin Luther King's, Mr. Rogers, Oprah's, yeah, Wayne Dyer's, there's, it's coming. Yeah. Because we're so repressed that our hearts are going to springboard like the Renaissance and there's going to be, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's true. You mentioned this uh, a couple of times and it reminded me of uh, another mentor of mine, Chris Hawker. I was working as an intern for him for about six months when I was on my sister's couch, broke, no money. My dad had just gotten into an accident, a car accident that left him in a coma for three months. And he was kind of my safety net. Mm-hmm. He was my you know, financial stability where he would support me financially on things. And he always said, you know, when you're done like living your dream and chasing your football career, whatever it is, you can always come work for me. Wow. He had an insurance company, life insurance. And I did the whole like insurance internship and did the testing. And I almost failed three times on like getting my... Uh, whatever it is, like the series something, whatever, the life insurance test that I had to pass so I could sell life insurance. I should have stopped after I failed the first time because I just knew it wasn't for me, but I did it so I could have this backup plan. Wow. And so when my dad got in his accident, uh, he had to sell his company to his partner because he was no longer able to work anymore. And I didn't have the financial stability like I I had before. Mm. So I was sleeping on my sister's couch for a year and a half and I was working... Uh, as an intern for about six months with someone that I was learning a lot from. And I remember at one point being like, man, I just really want some money. I feel Mm. like I've been working hard for a few years. Like I really could use some money. I'm not paying any rent money at my sister's. I feel like a loser because I can't contribute to her. Mm -hmm. I can't even get my own apartment. I'm just a loser. I was 24 at the time. I was like, man, I'm just a loser of a guy. And he said something to me that what you said, he said, money comes to you when you're ready for it. And I was Mm. like, I feel really ready. You know, I could really use the money right now. And he goes, I didn't say desperate. (laughs) Exactly. We didn't (laughs) say that, but he was like, it's going to come to you when you're ready for it. And when it starts to come, it's going to make sense. And I was like, gosh, I just want it though. I just want it right now. And it's funny because maybe a year later it started to come Mm -hmm. and then it started to really come pretty quickly, like six months to a year after that. And I remember reflecting a year and a half prior, I was like, man, I wasn't ready for this. Like if this would have came two years prior, 
I would have blown it. I yeah. would have been scared of it. I wouldn't have been prepared for it. Like I would have been so freaked out by the numbers in my bank account, I would have sabotaged it probably. Yeah. And so I really exactly. feel like it comes to you when you are prepared and ready. And sometimes it's not when you want it to be. And and when people say, how do you get prepared and ready? Yes, that's the key. What, so how do you, yeah. how do you so, get prepared so and ready? So for me, meditation like gets me to understand that I'm the abundance, not mm. money. And the second you understand that you're the abundance, and I mean, understand it in your nervous system. I mean, don't just hear that sentence while you're still dying for it in your body. Like really be in the alignment of understanding that yeah. I'm the abundance. Wayne Dyer said beautifully, you know, there's a thing that everyone thought you don't attract, that you attract what you want. And Wayne Dyer said, you don't attract what you want. You attract what you are, mm. what you're in vibration of. So if you want abundance, you need to get to a place where you understand your abundance and everything comes into your life the second you finally don't want it. It's not not don't want it like avoiding, like you're, you don't need it. You're not desperate, yeah. The second you stop looking for it, you don't even remember you wanted it. That's because you have to access the fulfillment of the connection to yourself first. And then weirdly, it's going to create, first of all, so many creative things, but you're going to just start. You're so, first of all, you're so aware that you see things differently. Like think of just the, just that when someone's in their head, they're, they're walking down the street on their phone worrying. You could pass a hundred dollar bill and not even see it. Mm-hmm. Right. But when you're not in your head, you suddenly start to see all these dots connecting and everything meaning something different. And you see every moment as meaningful. Like last night I was waiting to go into a restaurant. One guy recognized me and said hi and we created a friendship because he's also a musician. That's cool. And then this four-year-old girl comes in and just sees me and starts dancing in front of me and showing me her toys. And I just had that moment was so much cooler mm-hmm. than if I was looking through wondering, you know, what the, is going on in politics. And yeah. that was fulfilling that moment. And because that's fulfilling and then on my way to the table, each step is fulfilling. Yeah. Now this is more fulfilling than anything I perceive could come to me to make me happy. Think of all the amazing things in life that are expressions of just you. For instance, the song you stream over and over again while you're in your 13th hour of gaming at 4 a.m. in the morning with all the lights off trying not to wake up your roommates. Or the recommendations that you share with your friends on the top six comedy podcasts that are the best to listen to on your way to the gym and back. Or even your new haircut, which may or may not be an epic bowl cut from the 90s and hopefully is. Everything that makes you, you, makes all the difference. State Farm believes insurance should should work the same way. Your plan, your coverage selections can be personalized by you and the ability to choose the plan that you want by picking the options that fit you, like choosing to bundle your home and auto policies is what the State Farm Personal Price Plan is all about. Getting the coverage you want at an affordable price just for you. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Daylight saving time is starting up again. The goal? To give us more daylight from March through November. By setting our clocks forward, it may feel like there are more hours in the day. But if you're hiring, it doesn't necessarily help you find qualified candidates for your roles any sooner. There's only one way to do that. ZipRecruiter. And right now, you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash greatness. Now, you know how much I emphasize the power of teams for your business. And ZipRecruiter works around the clock to find qualified candidates for you. Once you post your job on ZipRecruiter, they send it to 100 plus job sites so you can reach 
reach more of the right people. Their smart technology also quickly scans thousands of resumes to identify people whose skills and experience match your job. My company, Greatness Media, is currently hiring, and in my opinion, finding the right team is one of the most important steps in setting your business up for success. We like to ensure our new hires will be a good fit before they're even on the team. So I'm grateful that I have ZipRecruiter's help with my growing team. Spring forward with a new hiring partner, ZipRecruiter, and find top talent sooner. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash greatness. Once again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash greatness. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Once you actually have practiced understanding that this moment is more important than anything you think you want, now you are abundance, not money. And once you're abundance, it's impossible for it to not come. You're just going to start feeling safe to everybody. They're going to want to hire you. You're going to get bizarre offers. They'll just say, can you help me through something? Can you create this thing? You'll get an alignment with your creative gifts more than your fix-it gifts to make money. You'll be in this higher thing. You'll be worth more. Better jobs will start asking you. You'll start Mm -hmm. to actually feel heavy when million-dollar offers are coming in because you're like, even that I don't want. And then it just, every time I say no to something, even if it's a huge thing, the bigger thing comes up. It's yeah. like, life's like, how about this? How about this? And then the only question I ask is, does this expand me or contract me? Oh, yeah, that's good. Right? If it expands me, then I say yes. And I can feel that within two seconds. If I get to a pros and cons list, I'm already in contracting. Do you get what I'm saying? Wow. So a way that I always give an example is if, you, if you've ever had lunch you ever have lunch plans with someone and then you hope that they cancel? Yeah. Okay. That's your highest saying cancel. Wow. But you're used to living a notch below it, so you wait for them to do it. So that's what I'm talking about is the highest, what expands me. So it expands, you know what expands me a lot is saying no to a lot of things. That's so powerful. Yeah. Saying no, like, God. It's one of the hardest things to, yeah. to learn how to do, but then it's one of the f- most freeing things when, you can, when you're in that space. Yeah. Because there's times where you might think my highest is to go out and get late or party, but it's actually like really sometimes my highest is to go to bed early. Sometimes yeah. really my highest, like it's not our highest to do what we're doing. Is it your highest to go on Facebook a hundred times a day? No. no, but we still do it. So we live second highest and we miss out on the universe, right? So my, so for me, it expands me to be in alignment with the universe in that moment. How important is developing skills and value? There's one thing of like being abundance and being acceptance and all these things, but there's another thing of like, okay, well, the person still doesn't have any skills that are valuable for mm. someone else to give them money. So one you know of I mean? crazy answer here, Yeah, that's a belief that they need the skills. So mm. let, me, let me explain that. So let's first of all talk about value, okay? Mm. Value is pe- perceived, right? Sure, and most people think value is what their worth is based on what's in the bank, right? You could say that person's got a net worth of yeah. 20 million, whatever. Cool, yeah. that's nice. But if <laughs> what, but there's some people that could lose that money and remake it again in 10 minutes. Yeah, yeah, like Tina course. Turner, if her bank account got robbed tomorrow, could just go on tour and fill it again. Yeah. Right? Then there's some people who inherited it yeah. and, and won or won the lottery. And if that went away, they're still not valuable at that moment at least. Right? Yeah. So what's the cause of value? Is it how much money you have or is it what's under it? Right? And what you understand is under it. The factor of value is do you understand how valuable you are? Right. So how do you understand how valuable you are by creating the evidence of it, whether it's through leaps, whether it's so. So for me, when I started saying no to really tempting things, it would be really hard that moment. Like it'd be really hard. I remember when I was like no dating for six months and then like 
the Swedish bikini teams, like even us? And you're like, oh. You're like, no. That's a joke. I didn't right, get right, to right. turn down the switch. <laughs> but when you start saying no, it might be in that moment. But the next day you wake up and you're like, now even I'm someone that can say no to that. Like wow. now I'm elevating myself above that temptation. So if I'm someone who can say no to that, you feel the force mm. in that? So that's one thing. So there's a lot of skills, I believe, that we might need, but if they aren't your highest to do them, they're not a 10. And mm. if they're not a 10, that affects all of what you do. My friend Glenn Morshower says, if you pee in part of the pool, you pee in all the pool. So my company, my job in my company is to do this, is to go on stage, is to coach people, is to be the space, to co-write the book, to, to, to make yeah. the movie. I don't do the accounting. Right, I have no idea how to do the accounting. Yeah. I don't give a about yeah. the accounting. Right, <laughs> I don't do the wardrobe. I don't yeah. do any of that. But there are people who it is their ten to do that. So I delegate that because if I did this thing that's a three energetically, then I'm going to average and bring that onto the stage. My mm-hmm. energy will be more depleted because I'm doing things in my life that are like that. Same thing. If you're out of alignment in whatever area, you're bringing that into all of it. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? So true. So so for, for so that's so that's my answer to the skills thing because there's stuff that we're just natural at. And most of us disqualify what we're naturally good at because it hasn't been done before. Mm-hmm. Right? They go, "Why would anyone want oh, just stay right, with right, it?" Right, right, right. Because that thing you have is new. That thing you have is calling to you. And it might not make sense now, but I, so many people I've worked with are like, well, one thing I'm passionate about is this, but I can't say, I'm like, stop the second part. The yeah, but's the old story. This thing you just said feels good to my body. Doesn't it feel, well, yeah, yeah but no one will make money. No, you're using the past story. Literally what this is, what we are, what we are is the universe trying to change the planet through you. Mm. The universe is trying to change itself to a higher consciousness through you. That's what's happening when we receive on a higher level. It's like higher level ideas come through. So when you when you meditate or whatever, you have an insight that's higher. That insight, you go, it, it's, it's, it's exciting, but you can't make sense. Of, it doesn't, you can't wrap your mind around it. Follow it. You're not supposed to wrap your mind around mm. it. One thing people say is I can't wrap my mind around it. You're not here to shove the infinite vastness of what you are into your teeny mind. Right. You're here to acclimate your mind to the vastness of what you are. Zing. That's the difference. You know, there's so many quotes that people say to insult people that live in their hearts. Like this person went off the deep end. Mm -hmm. The implication is the shallow end is better. Mm. This person went over their head. Yeah, I'm using my whole body. Right. Right? I'm not staying in my head. Are you out of your mind? You better believe it. I'm in my heart. <laughs> exactly. Right? Yeah. It's easier done than said. Mm-hmm. How about it's too big for your britches? Right. You're too big for your... Br- How about we change pants and yeah. adjust to me versus me yeah. shoving myself in my old britches? What are we, in the 20s? <laughs> right? These old quotes that are... Every yeah. insulting quote, mm-hmm. if you just reverse it... It's so funny how dumb it looks. Mm. Oh, dude, you're out of your mind. You're right. You're in your head. Right? It's yeah. like you're thinking small. You better be out of your mind. I love to go over my head, so I have to use my body. Mm-hmm. Right? Because just my small mind can't grasp these concepts we're talking about. But my body knows it. Like if you listen to this, you have to be listening from your body. You cannot listen from the small story. That no, won't make sense. In fact, this is very offensive to the small story. Oh, yeah. 
right? How dare he? <laughs> I'm in this limitation. And, I, and then, mm -hmm. and most of us, instead of fighting for our freedom, fight for our limitation. Gosh. They because fight. that's a safe space, right? Yeah. It's safe, safer being limited. Totally. It, well, it's, it's safe. It, ironically, it's not. It's actually the most dangerous right. place. But it seems safer. Yeah. But, but it's familiar. we're more comfortable familiar. in that place, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, what we call a safe space could be an abusive relationship. Oh it could be... It's just you're used to it. So because you didn't die, you go, that's safety. And everything that I've never seen before, I don't know that I won't die, so my body's scared of it. But the truth is, usually what the body's got is way better. And it will change your consciousness from here to here. And then you'll get this new calling, once you're here, to here. And you start moving up versus forward motivationally. You start moving in this different way. Levitating. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And, and this is such a calling for me, and, I, and I'm so in a belief that we could create really rapid change immediately if we would start seeing our feelings, follow the vibrational mm -hmm. callings versus what you think you have to do based on the small story. The amount of change on this planet that can happen in like a week is so nuts. It yeah. moves exponentially. So when you're looking ahead and going, what's going to happen next year? You're not including all of this we're talking mm -hmm. about. And you don't know how many possibilities are going to birth themselves really quickly. And how, if you're sitting here going, how am I going to pay rent in two months? You're backwards. Yeah. In two months, do you know how much you can do? Right. Yeah. From this place? Yeah. Versus from the small <clears throat> stories vision of what it can see? Right? It's crazy. I went, on, I went nuts on this one. I hope you like it. I but. love it, man. This is great. Your book is out. The Illusion of Money, Why Chasing Money is Stopping You from Receiving It. We really didn't... We probably spent 10% of the time talking about money and 90% of the time talking about the work it takes to actually start receiving it. Yes, because that's... What, it's everything. That's the factor. That's the stuff. And by the way, we have a thing right now where if you order the book on anything and you put, you go to our website, I have a movie What's out. the website? My website's kylecease.com okay. or also evolvingoutloud.com. But okay. right now, we have a movie that we've made and it's about this. And I'm here to birth a new consciousness. And we all are. And the movie's free if they buy the book. If they get the book, you can go to you can literally go on Barnes and Noble or Amazon, get the book, grab the order number, go to my website, put the order number in, and right now you'll have the movie. Like right now. The movie's all about I saw the trailer for it. I'm gonna watch it tonight, but it's a lot of the, the case studies of people who have these stories. The stories yeah. that they've been telling themselves for years that they grew up in. And the feelings attached to these stories and what's keeping people down from abundance of money. Yes. That's what I'm understanding. Yeah, like so there's there's several different stories, including my story in there. And a lot of my talking and gorgeous, beautiful nature shots and a reminder of what's really real. And these people that have these stories that did what they thought they needed to do to make money, mm -hmm. right? I better become a lawyer because I don't want to experience what my mom experienced in yeah. her childhood and that makes money. So like there's a person that has that story. There's another person who had a good job at, you know, on Wall Street. Another person had a good job, you know, at Department of Water and Power making money. And then they did this thing where they like, like the girl, this woman, woman Sharon, she was at the law firm and not happy, but she started eating really healthy and felt so good that she started getting really, you know, high vibrational, mm. feeling good, raw vegan type food. So she started making it for everyone in the firm and then they all felt good. And it started being so fun for her that she couldn't wait to get home to go do that. So she realized that's her passion. Wow. 
and now she's more abundant, but every second she's in, you should, she talks like I do. Right. Where it's like, <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. so excited about this. Yeah. This is how we want to live. We can all live like happy. Alive, not dead. Alive. You don't have to be yesterday ever again. You can start now. Just close your eyes and meditate for a couple hours. It'll clear that out. I mean, you don't have to live mm. in this stressful, anxious story. Yeah. It's a story. You're making your story your God versus God your God. Mm. Versus the universe versus the moment. Well, I want to acknowledge you for a moment because... You spent 22 years as a comedian Mm -hmm. chasing, pursuing a dream, living the dream that you wanted to live. And then you decided that that wasn't as fulfilling anymore for you. And instead of saying, well, I've put 22 years of my life into this. Is this my identity? I need to stick it out because look at all the work I've done. Look at the credibility I have. Now look look at the success. I can't just stop and go do something else. Right. You did. You transitioned into something else and used that 22 years of skills into something else to help people with your events, with your meditation retreats, with your books. And then you've transitioned even more into another topic of money, which yes. some people might be like, you're a comedian. Why are you talking about money? Yes. But I think you have a lot of wisdom around this from your experience. And in the from, comedy too, the creativity. Exactly. In the, exactly. Yeah. And so I acknowledge you for constantly reinventing yourself pursuing ideas, Thank you. pursuing challenges that people might say, oh, stay in your lane. Yeah. Go be the funny guy. Well, I love how that's my lane. Right. Like right. what I did is you're like, you know, I'll say that it's funny you say that one thing that you pointed out is this thing. Well, if you've done it for a long time, I hear that so much. Like I've paid this much so far to go to this school, even though it's not my passion anymore, I should keep going. Yeah. Okay. Let me ask you this. Let's say you pay for a plane ticket to go from here to France and in one hour it starts going down and you have a parachute available. Should you say I paid for the whole flight and stay stay on the plane? Yeah, no, you should jump out. You need to get out of the plane. And our old story is often a plane going down. Mm. And one of the reasons we stress is we're attached to the old story. Your story is trying to die every day. Mm -hmm. And if you understood you're the moment, then you can be a space for the old story to be pulled from you. If the old story is what you think you are, you're going to go down with it. Now, I have a theory that's really crazy, or there's a way that I see this. In a lot of cases, when a doctor tells someone you have six months to live, I believe that's your old story. In a lot of cases. Because there's sometimes they're saying, if you eat different, if you, you know, but then you go, well, who I am is someone who eats meat. So... No. I'm addicted to sugar. Yeah. yeah so whatever. you'll go down with the story because you're, you're saying that. But that's an opportunity to yeah. meet a new story. And a lot of times our old stories are the, the sickness, the pain, the, all of that. That's true. Right? So if, if you have a, a, someone tell you something like that, try a new way of eating. Try a new way of living. Live, you know, and it's ironic because a lot of times when people hear that, now they got nothing to lose, so they live fully. We see the greatest art of them. Free. They're free. They cry. They release. And there's many stories where that prognosis was wrong and they lived a lot longer. Yeah. They but heal. They heal themselves. They heal. Yeah. So the just so you know, the only reason we stress is because we don't embrace death. And every day, parts of our stories are trying to die. I mean, our skin cells are doing this all day yeah. right could you imagine if you thought you were yesterday's skin cells so you're like <laughs> packing it on your face sure so death is part of life and the more you embrace death the more life you get Ooh. because a ton of your old story is trying to die yeah that's true and if you just chill and let it you know 
it's just like in the old relationship might be trying to die and the old story of who you were with your mother is trying to die and the old job is trying to die if we aren't holding on there's no tree that like grabs its leaves in the fall and like don't this is me and you know right there'd be Shows no room for new yeah. leaves that's right you couldn't make new leaves new fruit no everything. new apples yeah that's it crazy right well two years ago you were on the show and i asked you this question about the three truths and I don't okay. know if you remember them. I don't remember them, but I, <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming something new will come from you. Because, Possibly. Because you're all two years ago is dead and now you're a new person. Totally. So you totally. might have some new insights. Even my weight is different. You're much thinner. Yeah. I've lost like 50 pounds. I know. You look one. amazing, man. Yeah. And it's from this. It was not as much changing diet as much as it's the old stories trying to die. Mm-hmm. And the byproduct of letting it die was I didn't need to eat to feel connection to my mom. Wow. So once that died, I, I didn't have the addiction to food because it was an addiction to mom, wow. you know, and connection. Both. Powerful. Yeah. yeah. What were the questions? Sorry. So imagine, uh, this is called the three truths. Okay. So imagine it's your last day on earth. Okay. In the physical space. Okay. And it's... I do every day. Right? <laughs> yeah. There you go. But imagine it's <laughs> as many years away as you want it to be. Cool. You're 100, whatever. Cool. And, 162. Um, 162 and it's the last day and you've finally got to switch off the lights in your physical space and you move on to some other space right uh, and you've created everything you want to create you've reinvented yourself every few years written up books movies whatever you want to do you've done it yeah um but you've got to take it all with you all the content you've created all the art and bodies of work it's got to go with you so no one has access to your work anymore oh Okay. But you have a piece of paper and a pen. Get it off. Or you have a stone that you get to chisel in three things you know to be true about Mm. all the lessons of your life that you would want to leave behind for us. Okay. As these lessons, these principles to live by. What would you say are your three truths? You're enough right now. Mm -hmm. No question. Um, When you let go of something, you're only stressed because your mind can measure what you will lose. It can't see what you'll gain. I like that one a lot. And the feeling is never wrong. The feeling is never wrong. Was it say the second one again so I can write it down? When you when you when you're letting go of something, the only reason you're stressing is your mind can measure what you will lose, but it can't see what you will gain. That's actually something my friend Diego said to me when we were working together. He actually said that sentence and I was like, should I let go of my Facebook? And he said that. I didn't let go of my Facebook at that time, but I thought that was profound and let go of a ton of other things. Wow. I now, this week, actually let go of my Twitter. I let someone else run my Twitter. And How freeing is it? It's like it's getting magic. It was, it was like Sunday and today is what, Thursday. <laughs> I have been in heaven because it also weirdly made me not interested in the news and it made me mm. not interested in anything going like I like it stopped my Facebook and Instagram too it was just like there's so much liberation and not check like I'm used to scroll on Twitter and do this thing and what am I I don't care what are we aren't supposed to know everything else going on it's It's a lot of information it's a lot of suitcases we don't need right you know oh okay that happened there and this is happening in this country and this politicians what am I doing I'm not doing anything with the information just holding on to it. 
Yeah. Yeah, keeping in your mind as opposed to having space to create or love or be. Uh, and how much creativity and income are we not able to bring in because 90% of our day is filled with just facts of nothing? Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's true. Right? Like, I'm sorry, but like that happened. Mm -hmm. But in the, in the old days, we weren't all informed of every area right, in right. the world. Yeah. And... That probably, by the way, the informing of everybody is repressing us so much as creating more of the problem in the first place. Everyone's full of suitcases, so they're mm. mad. And then they're lashing out on each other. Mm. But like, just like connect to you. It's so much cooler. So much cooler. Yeah. The illusion of money, why chasing money is stopping you from uh, receiving it. This is going to be a game changer. Make sure you pick up a few copies. Check out the documentary. It's, uh, I really believe that when you stop chasing anything uh and you accept yourself like you said in number one that's when everything starts chasing you yes and you can start receiving it. yes receiving love receiving health receiving happiness joy financial freedom all these things and one thing people say to me is so sit and do nothing and one unconscious belief is sitting on the couch not watching tv just sitting listening to silence is doing nothing it's finally doing something mm. like you skirting around at a job you don't like is doing nothing Right. until we're now connected to what we are, right? So to me, to sit for a while and listen for a couple hours, a few hours, and don't interrupt it. Don't do this in the middle of it. Like, go a couple hours. You're not going to believe what starts happening. You go 100 days at a couple hours a day, you're free. You're free. You're abundant. It's different, yeah. you know? It's different. You start cleaning out the crap in the attic, literally and figuratively. Yeah, and yeah. the emotional attic and the physical attic, yeah. Yeah, and I'll say for people, <clears throat> this book is cheaper. It's 1995, and it will pay for itself over I'm and over sure, and yeah. over and over <clears throat> again. And it comes with the movie, too. So, Kyle, you're the man. I love this. we got to do more of this stuff together. It's been I've, two years since you're on, so we got to come back on for the next book about health yeah your next one's gonna be about the illusion the of health the physical yeah. way <laughs> the illusion of health um i love it man the final question for you is what's your definition of greatness now just the now just the moment i love it man it's thank the greatest you. thing ever you're the man Cal. i love you brother thank you brother that Appreciate was fun you, man. that was fun thanks for having me again I hope you enjoyed today's episode and it inspired you on your journey towards greatness. Make sure to check out the show notes in the description for a full rundown of today's episode with all the important links. And if you want weekly exclusive bonus episodes with me personally, as well as ad-free listening, then make sure to subscribe to our Greatness Plus channel exclusively on Apple Podcasts. Share this with a friend on social media and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts as well. Let me know what you enjoyed about this episode episode in that review. I really love hearing feedback from you and it helps us figure out how we can support and serve you moving forward. And I want to remind you if no one has told you lately that you are loved, you are worthy, and you matter. And now it's time to go out there and do something great. Your Space Coast vacation is preparing for liftoff. Start counting down now. 10, 9, 8, 7, it's time for a beach vacay that feels like heaven. 6, 5, 4, come explore Melbourne and the beaches. 3, 2, 1, it's time for some rocket-filled fun. Count down to your best beach vacation ever on Florida's Space Coast. Launch your planning now at visitspacecoast.com.
Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire.